Hey friends, back again. Um, so I'm doing a podcast a little bit earlier than I intended to do because of eventual trips and things like that that are going to be happening that put me into a different state. Um, next week I promise that we'll be doing at least one podcast where it is me and my brother, which will probably end up being like a uh, Wednesday, Thursday, maybe kind of a deal. I'm not sure. There's going to be at least one with uh, a guy who's going to sound either a lot like me or I sound a lot like him. Uh, that's what's going on. Super fun, right? Um, do-do-do-do. So, yeah, everybody's starting to slowly but surely listen to this podcast, which is freaking amazing to me. Um, I mean, I don't have a whole lot of followers, but, you know, it's a lot better than, like, three weeks ago when I had, like, two. So I'm I'm moving right on up, and by those numbers, I've expanded by, like, a couple thousand percent or something. So, hey, I'm looking at the bright side. That's fantastic. Um, so we'll start each one of these like we usually do with some fun emails. Um, we have just as stupid, of course, vigilant, uh, vigilant, yeah, vigilantly always putting, um, good notes in here and keeping me posted on my stupid stuff. Um, so he wrote a nice long kind of email and he explained some stuff, uh, but he talks about how different cultures view their, uh, creation story or at least their flood story and how, um, in some ways in not the American way, uh, it's looking at the, like, look at the story itself, not not how it happens, like, not the facts or not the, not the well, how do you fit, you know, two of every creature on an arc? And just shut up, it happened, you know, make, just suspend your disbelief, motherfucker, um, and you make it happen. Um, so it's the, uh, the message, not necessarily, like, the hows, and apparently that's the difference between, in his mind, or at least his, his notes and stuff, to, between Americans and, and uh, the rest of the world in some way. I can't really disprove it, but I, I don't deny it. Like, most folks are just, just take it and fucking run. Um, but he does answer some of the questions about um, 9, 5, and 10, uh, something, 10, 5. Oh, 9, 5, 10, 5. Hmm, confusing. Okay, so um, 9, 5, uh, I'll just read here. Uh, and for your life, blood, I will surely demand an accounting. I will demand an accounting from every animal and from each human being, too. I will demand an accounting for the life of every uh, of another human being. Um, the other reading, I guess, is, and I will require the blood of anyone who takes another person's life. If a wild animal kills a person, it must die, and anyone who murders a fellow human must die. That makes sense now. Um, and apparently I had mentioned marriage uh, in, gen- like, the first actual... Uh, file of this in Genesis 2 um, about marriage and uh, cleave unto his wife and there shall be one flesh. Um, and apparently a lot of people use that uh, for uh, proving or using a stance against homosexuality, which um, that's awful. So, um, And then he brings up some stuff about covenant and how that's different between a contract and a covenant. So a contract, there's two parties and they have to they basically check each other out as opposed like to a covenant, which is like, hey, I'm just going to do this. Um, the easiest example would be if you live in a place that doesn't have a whole lot of parking, like in a city, um, and you know someone who is like, I'm only using one of these spaces and I have two or something like that. They'll make a covenant with you, hopeful friend of stuff, be like, hey, man, like, I won't have anybody park there. You can park there. You know, that'll be that, that covenant's on his end, you know, uh, just to make another example for those who are struggle busing, which is probably just me. Um, So then we move on to his next thing that he brings up about the, um, it reads simpler in the new international version or new living, yeah. Um, For 10.5, 
Uh, from these, the maritime peoples spread out into their territories by their clans with their nations, each with its own language. Uh, this verse, in fact, the entire chapter is all about how the earth was repopulated and how the fathers of, uh, and who became the fathers of the various nations. All right. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, we just, and this person went that way, this person went this way, and that person went that way. Cool. Well, all right. Um, it all worked out. So, um, without further ado, let's move into, uh, 11 and, and 12 and stuff. Um, I'm really looking forward to reading a bunch of weird fucking names. So, woo, let's go. Um, all right, Genesis chapter 11. And the whole earth was of one language and of one speech. Wow, I'm glad that, like, where did we go wrong then? Like, where'd we fuck up? Like, everything worked out really well. Everyone could talk to each other. Not anymore. Hmm. All right. Uh, and it came to pass as they journeyed from the east that they found a plain in the land of Shinar, and they dwelt there. Great, they found home. Uh, and they said to one another, Go to, let us make brick, and burn them thoroughly. And they had brick for stone, and slime uh, had they for mortar. Okay, so they're starting to build, like, you know, brick houses. Fuck yeah. Like, they maybe they had, like, the little three little pig story going on. Rad. Okay, good for them. Uh, and they said, Go to, let us build us a city and a tower whose top may reach unto heaven, and let us make us a name, lest we be scattered abroad un upon the face of the whole earth. Smart. I'm liking these guys, man. They're, like, really piecing this shit together after, like, just people start to happen. Like, this is pretty good. And especially if they're building a tower all the way to heaven, like, my first thought would be, like, yeah, let's build a tower so we can just go up there ourselves. And I'm on to these guys. Like, this, mm, these are my people. Uh, and the Lord came down to see the city and the tower, which was the children of men builded. Great. So even God's, like, coming down to visit these people and be like, oh, you got a swell tower here. Um... Which also, I, 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 it doesn't say how he visited, just or he like came in like a beggar and like the whole incognito thing, which it might be kind of cool, right? Like people brushing across God being like, hey, get out of the way, smelly. And then, you know, hell, I guess. I mean, we don't know if hell's even existing yet, so uh, make people explode. Um, and the Lord said, behold, the people is one. All right, English is fun. Behold, the people is one. And they have all one language, and this they begin to do. And now nothing will be restrained in them, which they have imagined to do. Uh, I like this one. This one's kind of nice, but it is kind of like, hey, fuck off your other languages. You should all speak one language, and then we can all just move together. And apparently, again, we all fucked up somewhere. Um, but, you know, hey, that's cool. Um, go to, let us go down, and there confound their language that they may not understand one another's speech. Why? Why are you fucking up a perfectly good thing? Okay, so Lord said, Behold, the people is one, and they have all one language, as they begin, uh, and they, this they begin to do. And now nothing will be restrained in them, which they have imagined to do. Go to, let us go down, us, who's the us? Uh, and there confound their language that they may not understand one another's speech. Why in the fuck is... Uh, why are they... Like, this is just one big speed bump. What a... Dick. I'm not going to flood the planet, but I'm going to fuck with you for a while. How come? Why? Why? Uh, okay, maybe maybe, maybe verse 8 will help. Um, so the Lord scattered them abroad, and thence upon the face of all the earth, and they left off to build the city. Um, so scattered everybody, and they were like, oh, fuck, oh, oh shit, okay, well, we'll just build the city over here then, I guess. And therefore, uh, therefore, is the name of it called Babel, 
because the Lord did there confounded the language of all the earth, and from thence did the Lord scatter them abroad upon the face of all the earth. I'm not really seeing the why in here, God. I'm really not. This is kind of a like a superbly dick move. Um. Uh, why? Like, what? What? What does this accomplish? Like, at all. You have all your people doing great things. Oh, fuck, they built a tower. Is that, like, are we... Is he so afraid that they'll get up to his, you know, nice little cloudy loft that he has to just kind of knock that back a bit? And how bad could he really knock that? I mean, they only really have one language. I mean, you could just be like, hey, do you remember what's all on the uh, Babel uh, language and whatnot? Yeah. Unless you, like, just God wipe people, being like, you will speak a different language. Konnichiwa, or whatever, you know? And... Then it just becomes super fucked, and then they have to speak language through the, uh, uh, you know, I can see why people would turn away from God. This, this seems like a thing. Uh, these are the generations of Shem. And now we change the subject. Uh, Shem was a hundred uh, years old and begat Arphaxad two years after the flood. Hmm, Cool. And Shem lived after he begat Arphaxad 500 years. Jesus, shit. Didn't we, like, limit people to live 120 years, like, four chapters ago? Uh, it begat sons and daughters, and Arphaxad lived five and thirty years. Okay, now we're getting better. And begat Shala. Oh, that's just when he begat. And Arphaxad lived and begat Shala 403 years and begat sons and daughters. And Shala lived 30 years and begat Eber, and Shala lived and begat Eber 400 and... Three years and begat sons and daughters, and Eber lived four and thirty years and begat Peleg, and Eber lived and he begat Peleg four hundred and thirty years and begat sons and daughters, and Peleg lived thirty years and begat Ryu, and Peleg lived after he begat Ryu two hundred thirty nine years and begat sons and daughters. Oh my God, this book is full of just shit I don't need to know. And Ryu lived two and thir- uh, two and thirty years and begat Sarug, and Ryu lived and begat Sarug two hundred and seven years and begat sons and daughters, and Sarug lived thirty years and begat Nahor and. Uh, and Sarug lived and begat Nahor 200 years and begat sons and daughters and Nahor lived 200 years and begat Terah and Nahor lived and begat Terah and 119 years and begat sons and daughters and Terah lived 70 years and begat Abram, familiar name, Nahor and Haran. Now these are the generations of Terah. <sighs> Terah begat Abram, Nahor and Haran and Haran begat Lot. Oh, I, this is a familiar name to me. Okay. Uh, and Haran died before his father Terah in the land of uh, Nativity and Ur of the Chaldees. Mm. Ur. I live in Ur. Um, and Abram and Nahor took them wives. Uh, the name of Abram's wife was Sarai, and the name of Nahor's wife, Milcah, Milcah, and the daughter of Haran, and the father of Milcah, and the father of Iscah. But Sarai was barren. She had no child. Yeah, poor Sarai. Damn it. I had such high hopes for her and her, like, hundreds of year old personages. Uh, and Terah took Abram his son, and Lot the son of Haran his son's son, and Sarai his daughter-in-law, his son Abram's wife, and they went forth uh, with them from Ur of the Chaldees to go into the land of Canaan. Oh, they, they went into a different land. <laughs> this place fucking blows. God did some shit. Uh, and they came unto Haran and dwelt there. And the days of Terah were 205 years, and Terah died in Haran. Wait, is Haran a place or, or a person? 
I'm assuming a person, but it sounded earlier like he was a guy. Um, we're just gonna assume it's a place. All right, cool. More names and fun information. Um, all right, Genesis 12. Let's fucking rock. Um, okay. Now, now the Lord said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will shew thee. And I'm, it's not S-H-O-U, or O-E, it's S-H-E-W, I will shew thee. Hmm. <clears throat> the uh, future tense of show. Uh, and I will make thee a great nation, and I will bless, bless thee, and make, thee, make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse them that curseth thee. And in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. You know, God, you could have started this a lot earlier. I mean, my goodness, man. Like, hey, you guys are doing your own thing. I'm also going to do my own little arc thing with Abram here. And I'm going to make a really good nation because all your nations are really shitty. And there's a tower that reaches up to fucking heaven. The Tower of Babel. Um, that apparently uh, is not good or whatever but it seems to be doing a lot of people good until God decides to fuck it up a little bit. Uh, God's early years. All right, you know what? We all make mistakes and make decisions that we're like, yeah, I don't know why I did that. So maybe maybe this is one of those. But man, this is this is smelling a lot like it's not a flood if I don't kill anyone um, kind of thing. Uh, so Abram departed as the Lord had spoken unto him, and Lot went with him. Ah, cool. They're good friends, I hope. And Abram was 75 years old when he departed out of Haran. So we have an ancient guy, and however old Lot is, wandering out in the wilderness, being led by God in some way, going like, Turn left, turn right, go straight for 35 miles. Keep walking, you're doing fine. Make a U-turn at the nearest cross-section. I don't know how God sounds. He's probably a lot more boisterous than that. Um, and Abram took Sarai, his wife, and Lot, his brother's son. Oh, okay, so there's there's a difference here. Okay, I got it. So he's like, you know, almost Abram's kid in this sort of way. But he's not. He's a nephew. Um, and all their substance that they had gathered and the souls that they had gotten in Haran, and they went forth to go into the land of Canaan, and into the land of Canaan they came. All right, so but, uh, they took some... It sounds like they took some other people with them, too. But, like, these are the celebrities. So we got Sarai, we got Abram and Lot all walking, and there's, like, a handful of other people who are like, eh, with, uh, where are you guys going? Is there a Walmart down there? That uh, could be fun. Oh, we're going to Canaan. Is that, is that a new coffee shop? That could be fun. I heard my brother went to Canaan. You shut up, Steve. Uh, and Abram passed through the land and into the place of Sikkim unto the plain of Mora, and the Canaanite was then in the land. Um, there seems to be some interesting questions about what was happening, because weren't there already like a Canaan and Canaanites and things like that? Was this already an established city that people are heading to that he's just going to build on, or, uh, or what? You know what, there's a lot of questions. Okay, um... And the Lord appeared unto Abram and said, Unto thy seed will I give this land. And there builded he an altar unto the Lord who appeared unto him. Hey, well, you know, good for him. 
And he removed from thence unto a mountain to the east of Bethel, and pitched his tent, having Bethel in the west, and high on the east. And he guided, uh, builded an altar unto the Lord, and called upon the name of the Lord. I built an altar. It looks really nice. And Abram journeyed, going on still toward the south. So we're not in Canaan, or we got to Canaan, and then we built an altar, and then we kept on going south. Um. Well, I okay, so maybe Canaan is a just gigantic amount of land, and we're just looking for just the right place. Um, and maybe it's one of those like, I got your message, and uh, there's an altar for you, so you know, uh, thanks for the message, man. Like, maybe that's a thing. But uh, if... Hmm. Hmm. Okay, so we're, we're just keep on heading south. And there was a famine in the land. Oh, that's not good. And Abram went down into Egypt to sojourn there, for the famine was grievous in the land. Smart. Also, God... Is God leading these people into a famine? Like, look at these fuckers, they're heading straight into a goddamn famine. Um, which, again, up on the dick move land, like, there's not even a warning being like, hey, uh, you might want to take a left. No, it's just, go into Canaan, you'll be fine. And maybe they're just supposed to go on faith uh -huh, on this whole thing. Um, because, dude, man, like, this is, this is not good. Okay, uh, and it came to pass, uh, when he came near the end to enter into Egypt, that he said unto Sarai his wife, Behold, now I know that thou art a fair woman to look upon. Ah, thanks, honey. Therefore it shall come to pass, when the Egyptians shall see thee, that they shall say, This is his wife, and they will kill me, but they will save thee alive. Honey? Um. Also, sudden thought. Um, so Egypt gets created. We have Babel, who's somewhere... And then they come on to Egypt, which I remember from social studies that they had a completely other set of gods. So, hmm, I'm bringing up all sorts of questions that we're walking into a potentially mon uh, polytheistic world and these people who we assume by reading this particular book, but we shouldn't be like too ignorant about what the book about the one god is trying to tell us so far, that these Egyptians are not very nice human beings so far, and... Or we just assume so, because we're just getting one guy's like, hey, so I read in a book somewhere that they like pretty girls, and you're a pretty girl, and I'm like 78, and they're going to kill my ass. But I also assume that Sarai is around that same age, if not like, you know, 20 years younger. I don't know. Um, but then again, she'd have to get onto the Ark at some point and be able to eventually, like, have kids, because, you know, there's this whole, like, hey, you're 13, you can be married. Uh sort of a deal and where that sort of lies so and then she has to beget children but uh, what's his name probably didn't have any till he i don't remember till he was like 30 something so she's gotta be she's she's a little bit younger that's just that's just the vague thing i'm gonna come up with right now that's uh i should have taken a shot before this uh so, okay, so he's up into egypt and he's at the gates going hello let me in by the way i'm going to die and he's coming to a place that is Egypt. This is a place that's created. 
Now, if we're going to believe the Bible is all for what it ever is, why isn't this place mentioned beforehand? Now, maybe he just threw everybody across the lands, and this just so happened to be one of the places. Whatever, fine, I can take that. But, you know, you have a God who comes down and, like, tells you all, being like, this is great and all. I'm going to put you all on private fucking jets. And then make you forget your language and just fuck with you entirely and make you already not good people for killing people at your gates. Guys, even, who are like, we need help. Anybody else need help out there? Um, which also, I guess, is like the best gig for most like sociopaths. Do you like to arm, you know, guard the gate and kill random people who want to seek shelter? Yeah. We'll pay you. Yeah? <laughs> Uh, fun. Anyway, okay, so he's telling his wife that this isn't going to work out very well. Which, if he knew that, then why would he even go up to Egypt in the first place? Like, oh, well, I mean, like, if it's starving with a famine, or going up and being killed anyway, wouldn't you just kind of try to weather the storm of the famine? Wouldn't that be kind of the way to go? Like, the famine can't be that far, can it? Like, how how big can a famine affect? I mean... Someone's probably going to cite the Black Plague or some other terrible disease that's happening right now, but come on, man. Uh, okay, it's all right. here we go, here we go. We got some more stuff. Um, Say, I pray thee, thou art my sister, and it shall be well with me for thy sake, and my soul shall live because of thee. Hmm. Well, I guess it's a way to keep her safe, but probably not from being tossed around still, you know? No matter what, this is not, like, this is, like, just barely any frosting on the uh, already shit sandwich that is, that is about to happen. And it came to pass that when Abram was coming to Egypt, the Egyptians beheld the woman, uh, the woman, that she was very fair. The princess, also of Pharaoh, ah, so we have a new caste system happening, saw her and commanded her before Pharaoh, and the woman was taken into Pharaoh's house. Also, the thought, like, we just had a rainstorm that fucking destroyed the entire ecosystem of the planet, at least on land. And yet there's people who are coming not too many generations after Noah and his children that somehow Pharaoh is still very much alive. And that somehow he didn't hear this story about, you know the time when God fucking rained us the fuck out? Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Right, it's the message, it's not the, it's not the logistics. But man, it's becoming very hard to like, kind of follow this particular regional potential god a bit. I created everything, and I'm only going to really pay attention to this over here. Hmm. Anywho, okay. Um, so we're brought into Pharaoh's place, and it's great. And he entreated Abram well for her sake, and he had sheep and oxen, and he asses, donkeys, I know, I'm about to laugh at it, and men servants and maidservants, and she asses and camels. All right, cool. And the Lord plagued Pharaoh and his house with great plagues uh, because of Sarai's, Sarai Abram's wife. So did they kill? Oh, they didn't kill Abram. Because we have Abram, Sarai, and Lot. So really nothing bad is happening. They just got brought into the house. And God said, fuck you! And this is not going to be the first time that Pharaoh's gonna, this particular Pharaoh is going to be dealing with a bunch of fucking plagues. You think there would be some sort of 
legend or, you know, tradition that was passed down. Be like, don't piss off the god over there. Um, Satan and Ra will not do shit about it, um, apparently. Or that part's not even mentioned. Um, but, you know, plagues happened because of Sarai Abram's wife. Because she was brought in? That's it? Because of someone else going like, you look cool, come on in. Like, she's going to get punished for this shit? Well, I guess, like, Egypt's going to get punished for this. But that's a punishment? That's a thing? Uh, all right. And Pharaoh called Abram and said, What is this that thou hast done unto me? Why didst thou not tell me that she was thy wife? Um, well, I thought you were going to kill me. And I didn't think I'd be getting an audience with the Pharaoh um, of this city and or tribe or the guy who just happens to have the biggest tent or just the biggest sand building that happens to be around here. Um, so, I mean, how mad can you really... <sighs> so he's going all the way from like, why did you set plagues upon me? And by the way, why didn't you tell me that this woman was your wife? I mean, there's different ways to kind of take it, but I mean, like, would this have changed the outcome? It's very strange. Uh, I'm going to take a minor break, not because I have any sponsors, but I got to just take a minor break. Bloop. Sorry about that. I had to come. Uh, I got a call from my brother, and I just had to take it, which you guys are going to be introduced to him sometime next week, I think, uh, when I record a podcast with him. And then we make it happen. I cannot promise the sound quality because I'll probably be doing it on my phone as opposed to my, uh, my microphone here. That sounds super nice. But I, I have heard it on my phone a couple times, like uh, recordings, and they haven't been that bad. So um, bear with me. Anyway, so back to the Bibble. Um, uh, plagued his house, great plagues. Is, uh, oh, yeah. God damn it. Like all the things happening because of the wife. and uh, Okay. Um, why didn't you tell me he was? She was your wife. Uh, why say? Uh, why saidest thou she is my sister? So I might have taken her to me to what? What the fuck? Might have taken me to her to wife. Now therefore, behold, my wife, thy wife. Take her and go thy way. Uh, oh, this is all Pharaoh. Okay. Uh, why saidest thou she is my? She is my sister. Uh, so I might have taken her to me. What to be? Wife, now therefore behold thy wife. Now, so. So it's either. Sounds like A, the Pharaoh went, wait, she's your sister? Oh. Well, now she's your wife. Hey! Or B, there's a confusion in the thing. I don't know. It's very confusing. Um, I'm lost. Uh, and Pharaoh commanded his men concerning him, and they sent him away and his wife and all that he had. So they just made like a little pit stop in Egypt, and, and away it went. Okay. And it was a really weird time, and Pharaoh had some sister issues to, to sort out. Huh. Weird. Okay, so that I think will do it, because I did two chapters today, and I, oh, today's another short podcast. Whew. What do you know when you fly through shit? 
Um, anyway, okay, um, I think that's gonna wrap it up for me, guys. Thanks so much. Uh, I do have a Patreon page that has a bunch of little rewards stuff on there. Um, if you want to be like an advertiser or you want to just shout out a message for an amount of money per month, I can make that happen, which makes my life super awesome and easy. Um, or you can just, you know, get a shout out, thank you, or something. I don't know. I don't think anybody's done anything. So you could be the first one, which would be super cool. Um, Anyway, uh, let's see. So I got my SoundCloud, the iTunes, all that. Listen where. If you have any questions, thoughts, concerns, go ahead and email me at accordingtostupid at gmail.com or you can send something on Twitter or FacePlace. Um, I'm at accordtostupid. Um, I think that'll do it for me. Thanks so much, guys. You rock. I love you big. Bye. Like usual, I gotta mention the guy who actually made the music for this. Uh, it's at www.bensound.com, and the song is called Sunny. So www.bensound.com, and the song is called Sunny, and he's got a shit ton of other music on there. You should totally check him out. He's fucking awesome, and he makes fucking good music.